Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of season 2 of the Toward Light podcast. This week, I want to talk about Dhammavichaya, which is often translated as investigation. Dhammavichaya is one of the seven factors of awakening. So in order to be free, we need to have this quality of investigation. It's a gateway to freedom. Another word you might hear a lot is inquiry. So whether it's inquiry or investigation, what we're doing is we're deepening our understanding of our present moment experience. We can do this in a lot of different ways. And today I'm going to talk about one practice that can help us cultivate Dhammavichaya. But know that there are many ways that we can do this. The practice I'm going to talk about today is the koan practice. Now, I will be honest, this is not something I have a ton of knowledge about. Koans are a Zen practice. They're usually sentences or phrases or questions that help deepen our understanding. Quite frequently, they're unanswerable, so it just leads to more and more layers of inquiry, of investigation, of excavation, of understanding. The reason this is coming up for me is because a koan sort of naturally occurred to me recently. And so I want to share the story of what happened, what came to mind, and how I use that as a tool for investigation. It was a couple days before Christmas and my big dog was in the hospital He'd been there for two nights. I was afraid he was going to be staying over Christmas. And I woke up and took my little dog for a walk, and my little dog was sick, and I had to take him to the vet. So I had this moment where I was worried that both dogs were going to be in the hospital over Christmas, and they weren't going to be able to open their stockings, which, let's be honest, dogs can't open stockings anyway. But this was my fear. This was was what was arising in my experience. And the question that sort of naturally came into my mind was, what is the karma of this moment? So if you remember, karma, which I've talked about in other episodes, is this truth of cause and effect, that every action has a reaction. And so I had this moment of looking at, hmm, my dogs have been sick a lot recently. I've been spending a lot of time and money and energy at the vet. What is this about? Why maybe is this occurring? And what can I do about it? So bringing up this question of what is the karma in this moment allows me to both look to what's previously happened, the causes and conditions that have led up to this moment, and how I want to move forward, what action I want to take. The thing about karma is that it's not always a straight line. Sometimes it's like, oh, I bump my knee, I get a bruise on my knee. Makes sense, right? 
But a lot of times, actions that we take don't have consequences till much later. And who knows exactly what those consequences are? There are many things I did when I was abusing substances where I didn't have consequences in the moment. But later in life, there were some difficulties or roadblocks. And there was a question in my mind about, oh, is this because of those past actions? I'm never going to have the answer. This is where this koan piece comes in, this sort of unraveling piece. But it allows me to look deeper into my experience. And while we can't know truly what the correlation might be between a past negative action and then a current negative impediment, we can know that if we are living an ethical, wise life, we are more likely to have positive repercussions, or at least not as negative. The way that Bhikkhu Analyo explains it is he says, the present repercussions of a particular deed from the past depend to a great extent on the overall current condition of the one who performed this deed previously. So again, I did unskillful things when I was abusing substances there were probably some repercussions later on. Would they have been worse if I was continuing to abuse substances? Absolutely. But because I was moving toward a more skillful path, the impediments that came up were more manageable. So back to this example of the dogs. As I'm walking the little guy to the vet, the inquiry again and again, what's the karma in this moment? what's the karma in this moment, allowed me to reflect backwards, to look at my history of illness, of connection, of holidays, and see what lessons I could learn there. And then it also allowed me to look forward, what choices do I want to make now in this situation for these sick beings? Ajahn Sachito says, Karma is based on the understanding that regardless of whoever and wherever we sense ourselves as being, we can do something good in this moment. So I really felt that with the dogs of, oh, I can advocate for these guys and I can take care of them and I can pay for their care and I can make sure that they're fine. And spoiler alert, they're fine and they got to be home for Christmas. But having this reflection of what's the karma in this moment allow me to look at what lessons could I be learning? Because I had that fear or that feeling of, oh, I might be separated from them. It allowed me to appreciate them more, to appreciate the fact that they were home more. It made me look at times when I haven't appreciated what's in front of me. My teacher, Matthew Brensilver, says, the difficulties that arise are not your fault, but they are not an accident. So having these two beings be sick and taking care of them, it also made me look at my own health and ways that I've taken care of myself and ways that I haven't. It's crazy to look at how I will drop everything and take them to the vet, yet sometimes I don't get to where I need to go 
I need my teeth cleaned. And I just have not made that happen. There is literally a dentist around the corner from my apartment. And yet I haven't done that. But the second something is wrong with the dogs, I'm on it. So that's a karmic lesson for me about, oh, what is this about being able to care for others, but not for myself? Where does that come from? Where is that leading? How do I want to behave? What action do I want to take? Again, this is one example of one sort of spontaneous koan that came up for me. What is the karma in this moment? And that can be something you can use as a tool for investigation. Or you might find another koan that works for you. There are so many out there, or some might occur spontaneously to you, like this one did. Sometimes it can just be a word. Impermanence. Just seeing in the moment, impermanence. Hmm. What can I see? What can I uncover? What can I understand about impermanence in this moment? Dhammavichaya, which helps us lead toward freedom, can be cultivated in many different ways, and I'm sure I'll talk about it in other moments. I do talk about it in several episodes. Anytime I say the word, be curious or curiosity, uh, this is what I'm pointing to. Investigation, Dhammavichaya, inquiry. What is happening? getting to know deeply our present moment experience. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net, or on Instagram at towardlight108.